You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Poland was hit by a record daily rise in coronavirus cases last Thursday, uh, which the health ministry attributed to increased direct contact between people after a lifting of restrictions over there. And we uh, had today JSE listed EPP, Poland's biggest retail landlord, reporting results at the, the halfway mark for the financial year that reveal a business with increased operational resilience. CEO Tomasz Troszlo is on the line from Warsaw. Evening, Tomasz, and welcome to the show. Good evening. Thank you, Michael. Now, in Poland, landlords couldn't legally enforce rent payments by tenants during the, your country's seven-week uh, COVID-19 lockdown, which began on the 14th of March until the 3rd of May. And that obviously had a material impact on your uh, your net operating income. Uh, net property income for the year declined uh, to just under 53 million euro, with distributable earnings per share decreasing to uh, just a shade over uh, 2.3 euro cents per share that's really in line with the guidance that you provided back in june uh, what have you seen now as the economy slowly reopens in terms of rental collections uh, we have seen uh, importantly uh, we have seen uh, since the reopening of the centers in early may which uh, by the way was one of the first uh, countries in europe to to fully re- reopen well not only shopping centers but really make an effort of the full reopening of the of the economy so after the initial shock and full lockdown, Poland was one of the first countries uh, to fully open uh, shopping centers, uh, which helped us with, uh, with recovery. However, clearly, when I compare the last few weeks uh, and the initial weeks of May, we are seeing um, a huge uh, increase um, uh, in both the footfall, but uh, even more importantly, in, uh, in turnovers that uh, our tenants in shopping centers uh, uh, generate. So just put, to put it in the context, uh, uh, in May, we had uh, initially below 50% of like-for-like comparable numbers to the year before, whereas so far in September, <clears throat> we have reached an average footfall number of 85% across our centers. So this is still 15% less than in September 2019, but given the COVID impact, given that still not everyone works, especially in offices where quite a few companies still continue with their employees doing the work remotely from homes, this is really fantastic numbers. Um, and further to add to that, the turnover numbers are even higher. Our average number from the last reported numbers, which were July, beginning of August, were in excess of 90%. Our last fully checked number from July, because we're collecting the data with some time delay, was at 93%. So uh, when you look at the scale of COVID impact, when you look at the significant um, negative impact to the activity, especially during the lockdown, we are really recovering on a very, very significant pace. And that's, that's very reassuring in terms of uh, our forecast on how quickly EPP business can, uh, can fully recover ideally to pre-COVID levels. Are you finding against that backdrop that your tenants are looking to renegotiate uh, rentals based on uh, turnover and uh, and footfall and, and to try and amend um, any of those uh, lease agreements that they entered into? Uh, how is that conversation progressing with your tenants at the moment? And how are you helping them weather this COVID storm? So um, immediately from uh, the end of lockdown, actually even before that, uh, so during the lockdown, uh, we have undertaken a massive amount of work in uh, reaching out to the tenants and talking to the tenants. 
In EPP portfolio, we have approximately slightly less than 2,000 lease agreements, so 2,000 separate discussions that we had to uh, undertake. By today, we have completed on most of that, and that includes also um, those tenants that we haven't signed the annexes yet, but we are at the final stages. So we agreed the terms in principle, and we are, we're, we're doing some paperwork. Um, so it took us some time. But answering your question uh, fully, the difficulty that we had to face was that some tenants were in a big struggle, especially those tenants that were smaller businesses without deeper pockets, and they really struggled with liquidity issue. And uh, their situation in May or June was materially worse than some of the bigger tenants that had enough of liquidity in their pockets that they could manage uh, better. But uh, some of these bigger tenants were clearly making an effort not only to help their situation, but also to use the opportunity of COVID to restructure the leases uh, immediately. This is not something we entertained at EPP. We were only prepared to look at tenant cases, turnovers that they are making on the overall financial standing of the tenants that they had, and we are making our decisions only on this kind of complex picture. So uh, we diverted more of our help and support to those tenants that were more in need, uh, which clearly required a bit more time and a bit more information also from the tenants to be provided to us in order for us to be able to finalize our support. Importantly, and I want to stress it uh, significantly, we debated this uh, back in uh, March and April, and we decided that we have to provide discounts to tenants and support their position for this very difficult Term, but we also wanted to balance it out with the long-term interest of EPP, and we felt like if we're providing significant support, which is clearly at the cost of our revenue this year, that you clearly have seen the results, we wanted tenants to commit longer term to EPP uh, within our portfolio. And uh, the very encouraging sign and outcome of all our intense discussions and negotiations is that majority of tenants were interested in receiving some discounts and in return for very material extension of their, of their lease commitments within EPP. And that's, that's good because we, we have ended up with materially longer lease terms, but also it is a very clear sign to me that EPP portfolio is valued by tenants. They are happy to stay longer term on pre-COVID rental levels so long they recover from the COVID impact. Which of course, is taking mm-hmm. time and will take some time, but we're fundamentally sitting and owning a quality portfolio that tenants like and want to be in. Thomas, I mean, obviously that is largely dependent on the macroeconomic outlook for Poland in the wake of the pandemic. What is that looking like uh, as the, the news that we see here in South Africa from a political perspective is certainly one of a government that is embattled at the moment. There seems to be something of a power struggle within the right-wing coalition that governs Poland at the moment. How is all of that playing out? Well, it was indeed quite an active debate. The current government is formed by right-wing parties. There's one dominant party and two smaller parties, and there were heated debates between them. But uh, at the end of last week, uh, they did resolve the issues and they signed the new coalition agreement. So uh, there was even a talk that there might be a change in the coalition. Uh, none of this is happen- happening. They have signed, they have agreed to restructure the government, lower the number of ministries, but all within the existing coalition. So uh, from a business, purely from a business perspective, no change to the government other than maybe some changes within the specific ministries. And uh, importantly, the economic policy will uh, continue to be 
stable. Uh, so from, from the business point of view, this is good because there will be no major changes of the policy by the, by the government, which is especially important given the, the difficult recovery, recovery time um, re- uh, related to COVID. Uh, in terms of uh, macroeconomy and GDP, um, quick commentary would be that Poland continues to be a place with significant potential to outperform uh, when you look at the entire Europe. The single most important reason is the catching up of the economy, the young, hungry population to increase their earnings, but also um, the low unemployment levels, which clearly creates uh, even more significant push on the, on the salaries. The need of country to be opening up for some immigration because of how low the unemployment levels are. This is all the elements that will push faster than average growth. And when you look at the recent uh, estimates of economic growth for various countries within the Eurozone, done by Oxford Economics, Poland clearly dropping and reducing the GDP in 2020, like every other country in Europe, but there's more forecast to be on the growth side in 2021 already than the reduction in 2020. So the overall compound number 2020 and 2021 is 1.1% growth for Poland. So the overall expectation is that Poland will quickly revert much quicker than most of other countries in Europe and Central Europe to the recovery and economic growth. And uh, that's also something you can clearly see on the streets of Warsaw. Warsaw is now, you know, for me to get to the office uh, this morning, I had to stay in the, in the traffic jams. Mm. It's really the, mm. the mobility of people. It's not far off the pre-pandemic uh, levels. So maybe not everyone is already working in the offices, but people are going to shops, people are going out. And people are using their cars to travel around. So that's all reassuring. But I encourage the listeners to dig through it's a lot of information in the Internet. Uh, Poland is forecast by independent international agencies to be really much faster on the recovery path in terms of economic fundamentals than most of other countries in Europe. Yeah, and that that's is all great because, for, uh, for EPP. Having visited Poland a couple of years ago, Tomasz, it's easy to see why when you have a a, a ruling government that is uh, so business friendly as well. And uh, also with your position inside uh, the EU and location to some pretty big markets as well. Uh, The fundamentals uh, are certainly with you. EPP CEO Tomasz Trozlo talking about um, a difficult six months. I think it has been for all property companies, but demonstrating its uh, resilience uh, with a a good asset base uh, and some sound management and asset recycling, uh, the share up 2% on the back of those numbers today.